very exciting. So I've touched on our summer series and how it's going to look a little bit different. Um, and the theme for the next five weeks is treasure. Um, I think, no, I'm not talking next week. I'm talking in two weeks. So I'm going to use today's speaker as, <laughs> as help. as what I'm going to say during a couple of weeks. Um, but it is my honour and privilege to introduce Monique to us. Um, Monique has been here eight months Nine months, maybe a bit longer, um, and yeah, she's gonna she's gonna come and talk to us today. I have no idea what she's gonna say, and I'm very very excited. But Monique, if you want to come up and tell us a bit about yourself, and give us your words of wisdom, can we give Monique a round of applause? It's her very first time talking here. I'm very excited. Hi guys, good morning. Morning. I'm just making sure we're in the room because you know I did a talk yesterday. And I said, hi, is every, how's everyone feeling? And everyone went. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not talking unless I hear words, because then I know the people in front of me is real and it's not the matrix, okay? Um, so a little bit about me before I go into my treasure discoveries. Um, so I'm actually a life coach. It's taken me about a year to confirm that with myself. Um, my sister has worked very hard with me to accept that. And I never thought I was going to be a life coach. It was not my plan. It was a plan bigger than my own. And that's what took me long to accept it. So what I am going to share is about basically understanding that treasure is within yourself and how to go on your journey of self-discovery through God. So a little bit of background very quickly. timer um <laughs> so I really thought that I was gonna be this glamorous radio presenter I left uni went straight into a radio job very easily I didn't have to try to get it so I was like this must be it like I'm not having to work hard I'm just having to work so it makes sense and I was in radio for five years I started off writing and I remember very boldly going to our station manager and saying, look, my voice is amazing. I am cute. I am not meant to be a writer. So yeah, the next week they was like, cool, you're going to go into production. And I said, fantastic. But the people still can't hear me. So we're getting there. Um, by the end of that year, that would have been my first year and a half at radio. By the end of that year, I was actually on air. So I spent four years, three and a half years, give or take actually presenting and talking I was like yeah this is it like okay what's the next step LA let's go definitely did not happen that way um I got to year year two year three and I was unhappy I was like mm, I have a purpose and it is meant to be talking but not like this like I'm, I'm doing something but I'm not aligned um and I remembered like saying to my mom and my sister like guys I'm not happy like there's something just not there for me and I prayed and I said God I don't think I'm correctly on my path I think I'm near it I think I'm getting closer but help me to know basically when to move so I can align with whatever it is that you want me to do bless you and it took two years for me to get my prayer back and received clearly 
So I was still unhappy. I was still going radio. I was still doing my show weekly and knowing that, okay, the dream isn't necessarily what I thought it was going to be, but I'm, I'm still on my path. Um, something happened and I left. I had nothing to go to though. So I remember the pandemic had kicked off straight away, pretty much like the week after we went into lockdown. So everyone didn't actually realize that I had left radio. So me feeling like I'm free, I'm still getting emails like, hey, I want to come on your show. And I'm like, there is no show. There's no show to come on. So to fast forward now, um, I just felt overwhelmed. And I went on my Instagram and I just did a video and I just spoke about how I was feeling and I was just vulnerable. I cry a lot. And it is a superpower because I'm always feeling light and a bit airy, but that's because I cry a lot. And I remember the, the DMs that I got, people directly messaging me, for those of you who don't know what DMs are, um, people directly messaged me and I was overwhelmed with a feeling I had in my heart. Like, I remember going to my sister and telling her some of the messages I got and I was like, like my chest almost hurts. Like it feels like it's expanding. Like. I feel like I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing, but I still don't know what it is. I just know I have to talk to people and share my story and my wisdom. And even though I don't know where I get it from, guys, I, I'm tired all the time because I'm a firm believer. I've done this earth journey a couple of times. So I say all the time to, to people I speak to, young, old, just take the words. They're not necessarily mine. I, I can't always repeat them because it's a download from above. So to kind of go into a little bit of a reference. I remember when I started going on my self-discovery journey, I read a book called The Alchemist. Has anyone here read The Alchemist? If not, Esther, yes, that's my girl, yes. Um, the book is basically, sorry for the spoiler alert, but it's about a man on his journey literally, literally to find his own tre treasure. He dreams it, and the book basically takes you through his whole journey, but the treasure was always with him. So when he does find it, he wakes up and he's at home in a safe space and he understands that he has everything that he always needed, but he needed to face himself. And I think a lot of us sometimes neglect ourselves to what the world wants us to do, what society wants us to do. We stop having fun. We get to a certain age, especially us as women. Men will play football. Men will spend time with their inner child, with their friends. But as women, we go into this role where we're like, we have to mother and nurture and stop feeding our inner child and the things that make us feel our best to align with our best selves. So... What does that look like starting again? How, how do you pick that up as an adult? How do you start finding your treasure as an adult? My thing is just learning yourself. I really believe that learning yourself will help you find those things. Relearning what makes you happy now. Is it the same as when you were younger? What is fun to you now? What makes you feel good? Yesterday I asked a whole room of people how many of them could tell me what makes them happy and not one person raised their hand. Not one person could tell me. But now we have one. Um, two. Yeah. Nick. See? That's one of my ones as well. That is. When it's sunny, get my toes in the grass. Winter. I do a lot of walks up Upper Street. You will find me on Upper Street, for those of you who are local, through the winter. Um, but it's shocking how many people don't know. So many people can't say, actually... This direct thing, I know I can do, and I'm going to feel good about it. And that is another way of finding your treasure. So 
Proverbs 19, verse 8, it says, He that getteth wisdom loveth his own soul. He that keepeth understanding shall find good. There's so many references that I could have gone to today that explains self in alignment with God and being able to just work through on earth as your best self forever we're going to ascend to. But I do believe that life is, life is like a school, right? I think I'm watching back old series, I'm watching back old shows, and there are the same conversations, the same discussion. We're talking global warming, we're talking sexuality, we're talking so many different conversations are in 90s sitcoms that we're having here in 2023. And it's just how we've applied our learnings. What have we taken from the teachers before us? And how are we applying that to evolve the story? And I think in your journey of self-discovery, there's an element where you have to say, am I teachable? Am I allowing myself to actually learn the things that I need to learn to align with myself? That's part of my self-discovery now. I can tell you, I, oh, my hard lesson is my defense mechanism. Me and my sister are breaking it down. And I can laugh about it now because I'm learning what causes it. But it can be a block if you're not willing to learn that and you don't know why you need to face that to go above and beyond where you're at now. So I think for us to truly be able to work and walk in our God purpose, we do need to take the time to align with ourselves, to understand ourselves, to then be able to understand God better. I think sometimes we are told our, ex our external factor and our external relationship, what we do with everyone else is how we best fit in with God's vision for us. But it has to start with yourself. You can't give to someone else if you're half full. You can't give to someone else if you can't give your best. You won't have the capacity to give. So a part of finding your treasure and finding yourself is also about creating the room to be able to do whatever your purpose is and to be able to walk in that. The hard thing, I think, about this journey is the ability to surrender, to be able to really just say, you know what, I'm going to give it to God and I'm going to receive what I receive. I struggle with surrender so much because I'm an organizer. I like to know my ducks are in the row, color, whatever. Let's, let's line you up. Let's get a gradient. I want to see the vision. So surrender is very difficult for me because that's me actually giving up all control. And the accepting part is easy, but accepting some of your lessons sometimes is where it can be hard because it's like, God, this is a lot. This is difficult. But I don't know if any of you work in schools. No student is the same. You're going to have like, kids that are like excelling, super smart, but then you've got kids that might not be as smart but creative, so their genius comes through a different way. You can't teach those children the same, so why would that change when we leave school? And I think that's where it gets a little bit blurry because no one teaches you as an adult we have to then teach each other and so many of us are so isolated especially post-covid that are we slowing down our process are we are we stopping what should be in coming together as people and evolving our life lessons thankfully I feel like we do have that here I do feel like more people come together here this is the only space that I feel like I come to weekly where people are actually willing to just come to you on face value, not because what you're going to give them, not because they're going to become a new client lead, but just because we're people with the same interest of God and love. So 
I remember a few weeks ago, Chloe did um, her, her sermon and she did a mention of the story of Acts and talking about finding yourself then um, and finding where you fit in the story. So I do want a show of hands if you guys are feeling uh, flexible. Um, how many of you feel like you understand your story and felt like you was connected to Chloe's sermon at the time? How many of you feel like you're still trying to figure out your story? But those of you who don't raise your hand, I'm going to assume that you know your story, you're on your path, it's all going amazing, you have all the answers. I'm going to take your numbers because I'm still trying to find mine. So our future spiritual leaders, thank you. What I do want to ask is, do you all feel like you're able of loving yourself unconditionally through your story? Because our stories ain't gonna be pretty sometimes it is really bad like really really bad and you're just side-eyeing God like God I thought we had something here like why are you doing this to me but how much are you able to love yourself because that's the key too at the point that you find yourself it's like great I accept my flaws I accept all these other things about me but do I actually love me unconditionally for it and do I love the version of myself that emerges every single time I have to go through the hard part of my story. And I think that's where it gets difficult again, because in order for us to really walk in our God purpose and to align to a place to find that treasure that we're looking for, there's a level of acceptance in the hard time. There's a level of vulnerability that says, okay, I don't like how I lose my temper. I don't like how I'm defensive, but I love that I'm like that now because me accepting that is what's going to help me develop and learn something that's going to help me teach someone else. I do feel like some of us, I don't know what you guys believe in, how deep you believe in reincarnation and earth experiences, being angels. And I do sometimes feel like some of us had the choice to come back and experience life because we might have done it amazing the first time. So we're here as teachers, but we haven't tapped into that version of ourselves yet. And in that belief, I think before we had scripture, we had ourselves, right? Before we could go to the Bible, you would find people fasting, aligning with God by just saying, you know what, I'm just going to empty this vessel and receive. What do I feel in my heart? What do I feel in my gut? Don't lose sight of that. That is the map that the Spirit and God gave you to navigate earth. No matter how much Google and iPhones we have, if I'm about to take a wrong turn, my stomach tells me, oh no, I'm going to go and end up on the M25 in traffic. I feel it. Even if I still turn down it, I said, Google, you didn't, you didn't update before the turn. And now here we are. But I think it is, it is crucial that your journey to, to oneself is basically taken, taken the time with, but through God. Just to kind of go forward, because I'm aware of the time. But I think being able to look inwards, Genesis verse 127 says, so God created man in his own image, and in the image of God created he him, male and female, he created them. But then you have Mark 12, verse 30 to 31, that says, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind and with all thy strength. 
This is, this is the first commandment. And the second is like, namely this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. The common thing that I want to tie you back to is everything that we have to do externally does start with ourselves. For you to be your best, it means starting with yourself. For you to love your husband or your wife, your friends, your neighbor, to be able to do those things, it starts with yourself. Sometimes when we're feeling angry or negative towards someone else, it isn't actually them. It's us having to face whatever they're showing us within ourselves. And if you're able to combat that without anything external, what that means is you've equipped yourself to go on your God purpose and to take on whatever comes at you. You might have someone that triggers something in you, but he says, you know what? I can move with love still and I'm going to go and I'm going to carry my purpose. You might not be doing what you need to do on your end, but I've done what I need to do on my end. And that's created the room for me to follow the, the, the right path and the map that's going to help me do what I need to do in my time here. So to summarize, I would say finding your treasure coexists with your love of God and your love of self. It gives you the capacity. Being able to love God and love yourself the same way gives you the grace and the room to be forgiven of yourself. The same rules that apply for other humans replies for yourself. You can't forgive someone and not be able to forgive yourself. It all starts with self. So if you can trust and love God, you should be able to trust and love yourself in the same way so you're able to align, receive God's direction, and continue your journey to finding your treasure. Thank you.